Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Demers, Georgia is Dr. Beverly Hammett. She is Compliance Regulatory Risk Officer at Habersham Medical Center. First, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you, Adam, for having me. And just to clarify, yes, I'm a doctor, but it's a PhD doctor, so please don't ask me to do any suturing. I most definitely won't do that. Thank uh, you. Now, you and I first met at the HCCA Compliance Essentials Virtual Workshop, uh, and you shared a great story there that I want to talk to you about. First, by the way, thanks for attending the workshop. Thank you for, first of all, before we even continue, that workshop was amazing. And no, for everyone who's listening, HCCA did not pay me for this marketing tip, but I highly recommend you have your compliance officers or even anyone who's not in compliance attend that workshop because they will give you an overall view of everything you need to understand from CMS requirements, DNZ, different regulatory agencies within four days. And at the end of the four days, that actually stated that the workshop was likened to special forces military training. So it was well put together and definitely worth your organization's time. Well, that's that's really great to hear. Thank you so much. So let's go back to what triggered this conversation. You shared a great story. You said that when you started your job, you told the leadership that you would begin by asking three questions of managers. One, how long have you been with a hospital? Two, what are your main issues? Um, and three, what do you think I do or I'm here to do? Now, first, broadly speaking, why start with a discussion with managers? To um, answer your question, the reason why it's important to start needing managers is to get an idea of some of the challenges that they face and what are the ways that I can actually assist them with resolving some of the issues and also make sure that they're clear as to why I am there to assist. I'm not just the compliance officer to find out um, what's wrong, um, but more so to find out what the opportunities are to assist them. And that's really what it's about, honestly, is helping to assist people. Now, let's go through the questions one by one. What did you hope to learn based on how long people had been with the hospital? Well, the first thing I wanted to understand from a how a tenure of how long people have been at the hospital is if someone's been at the hospital or a manager has been at the hospital for six months, they'll have a different perspective on some of the issues compared to someone who's been at the hospital for 10 to 30 years. Someone who's been there for six months may not know why certain things are being done the way that they're being done, while someone who's been here for, again, 10 to 30 years can give some historical information that will actually assist with developing some of the solutions that are needed to address some of the issues that they might be having. Asking what they see as the main issue makes a lot of sense, obviously. Is it as straightforward as it seems, or was there something in particular you were looking for? Well, when I ask, when I want to find out what are some of the challenges or issues that they're uh, dealing with, and I actually ask, what are the, the top three issues um, that you're dealing with? I'm looking to see, obviously, number one, what are the regulatory and risk um, related issues that need to be dealt with right away. But I also was looking to see how they presented the information because there, you know, there are people who can say, okay, this is a problem and it's going to stay a problem or it'll be 
it'll it'll be a bigger problem if we don't fix it. And then there are those, and again, this is at any organization who say this is an issue, and here are some of the recommendations I have to address it. So I wanted to see how I would have to navigate certain, um, not just processes, but also individuals to get the the solutions implemented that we came up with to address the um, problems. And again, this is really all about solving problems for people. And the more you can let people know that that's what you're focused on, obviously, the better it's for the relationship. That is now, correct. The third question you ask is, what do you think I am here to do? What were you looking to discover? Yes, that was a question that came about after I had my first two meetings, um, because everyone has a love-hate relationship with a compliance officer. Uh, I wanted to determine whether or not they initially see a compliance um, officer's role as someone who is looking to only discover what's wrong, or they're looking for to see if the compliance person is an ally. And if they were look, if they approached the conversation that I had with them initially as, okay, you know, I'm I'm being called into the principal's office to see all the things I've done wrong. I wanted to make sure that they understood that my role here was to be an ally, understand what their issues are. And be the one who talked to either the different departments or even leadership to advocate for them what they might need to help um, help resolve the issues that they have. And it might not even be resolving issues. It might have to do with, when I say issues meaning problems, it might have to do with streamlining a particular process or implementing new um, processes and procedures in order for things to be better, not just for the employees, but the patients that we serve. And then ultimately, everything really is about the patients, and it's good Absolutely. being able to bring it back to that. Now, how has this laid the groundwork for your relationship with operations? It laid the groundwork by allowing me to see everything that's going on in the hospital and determine if the issues that are coming from Department A or appearing in a Department A, if it's associated with that specific department, or is it coming from a department that's feeding information into, for example, Department A? So it allowed me to come in and say, these are the solutions that need to be implemented, but it starts in a different department. And being able to connect those dots is really tremendously powerful, both for you uh, as you do the role, as well as helping the organization understand what challenges there might be operationally that aren't Absolutely. just compliance issues, but getting to be business issues as well. Absolutely, Adam, you hit the nail right on the head. And what has been wonderful is that because we are a smaller, well, what would be considered a smaller rural hospital, everyone has been amazing as it relates to, number one, saying these are issues and assisting me with even going to other departments to say, okay, this is what we need to do in order to make our department work better. So it it, it all works together because again like you just put put it dots are connect departments are connected to each other and at the end of the day if the departments are connected and helping each other resolve issues in their in other departments everyone it just ends up being better for everyone especially the patients now i realize you've only been there about 6 weeks as we're recording this uh, what kind of feedback did you get at the end of this process 
Yes, you are absolutely right. It's been a, it's been six weeks, but it's it's felt like forty years. Um, the feedback was actually pretty great. A lot of people said that they appreciated the fact that I actually came, sat down with them, the manager, as well as staff members, to find out what are the issues and we've been resolving some of those issues even over the past six weeks and a lot of time adam it's it's all about communication not just what you're communicating but how you're communicating as well as understanding who you're communicating to because one department might be focused on you know the nuts and bolts similar for example our maintenance department right we need to be able to explain to them what they need and how they need it to a department that has no idea what maintenance does. So I've been the go-between, the buffer, not to say because there's things been wrong, but the go-between, the liaison um, is what some people have been calling me, where if there's a need, I find even after six weeks, people are trusting me enough to tell me the issues right away so we can fix them. So it's been amazing. You know, as you're saying that, all I keep thinking of is, some a lot of people will say compliance are the brakes, you know, not in a bad way, where or, or the rails that keep the train on the track. Um, and in a lot of ways, I think what you're talking about is making compliance the glue or the connective tissue that holds the organization together. And by avoiding problems and identifying where they are, helps solve them and helps the organization function much more effectively, not just from a legal and regulatory perspective, but from an operational one as well. Absolutely, that the compliance department and the quality and improvement department all together definitely keeps the train on the track. Well, this has all been very, you know, really encouraging and inspiring and also an interesting perspective on how to approach starting off in the role. Uh, I wanna thank you for sharing these insights with us. I wanna thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletop from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.